champion Rage Cajun women's basketball team. Coach Gary Broadhead joining us now as his team prepares for the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Gary, um, first off, good morning, man. I know things are busy, but I uh, appreciate you taking the time. How are you? Oh, no problem. Good morning. Everything's good. How about you? I'm doing well, Coach. I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm working. I'm uh, I'm enjoying life and count my blessings. So I don't I don't want to tell you um, anything that would be me complaining right now. How are you feeling going into the tournament, my man? I feel pretty good. You know, I think we're playing real well, and you know, uh, we're as healthy as we've been all year. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of thing going into the tournament. You know, you want to kind of be on a roll. You want to feel good about how you're playing, and then you want to be healthy. You know, and I think. Uh, you know, with the bye is going to help a little bit that we can, uh, you know, just have to get three, you know. It kind of reminds me of of uh, how the tournament used to be, you know, where, you, you know, they only brought a certain amount and and then uh, you, you had to win three. So it's kind of the same thing. But we're, you know, I think we're ready to go, you know. We'll start practice today, preparing. And, um, you know, just uh, I think the thing is, you know, we hadn't met some of the teams and you know, there can be a little bit of scout, more scouting involved. But, uh, you know, I like our chances. Some in-game scouting, I imagine, for you guys on Friday in the South Alabama-Arkansas State game. Now, you've, you've faced Arkansas State, haven't faced Alabama, South Alabama. You know, the oddity of this season, I was just talking to Coach Bob Marlin about it, but possibly facing some teams within your conference that you won't have seen at all this year um, come conference tournament time. It's just uh, it's just an odd year, but I know one for you, Gary, that, that you'll never forget in terms of what your team has been able to accomplish. I mean, you did something on Saturday that had never been done in the 50 years of this program, and uh, and and you didn't just do it. I mean, the the you know the women on your basketball team they they did it with a statement. I mean, that was complete domination on Saturday. What did you tell them between Friday and Saturday? Why was Saturday just? I think you know, from my standpoint, it seemed like the most thorough and uh, complete performance of the season for you guys. I mean, y'all were just on fire. Yeah, we talked about it all week, you know, how important it was going to be to stay focused and, uh, you know, for us to play together. And how, you know, we, we, we don't have a team of, uh, of uh, you know, where there's an indiv- individual that's just going to take over the game. You know, it's, uh, it's a complete team and that we need to play together. And, you know, I thought they, you know, pretty much all year bought into it. That's why we were able to finish a lot of games. Somebody led us in scoring almost every other game it was somebody else. So, you know, it's kind of what we talked about. Defensively, you know what it, we, we work so much on it. You know, it's, uh, it's it's always coming up. But you know, I, I think just their leadership and you know their their coming together just made it so much easier for us as coaches to you know just say, hey, we just got to complete this thing, and you know it's a big thing. And I knew that, and you could tell, you know, when we won the West, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, when we knew we had won the West, that uh, you could tell it wasn't enough. They, they wanted more, and that, that excited me. I could see it in their eyes, and the way they spoke. Hey, coach is not over, and, and it's still not. You know, we you know, we're going into the tournament, so it's exciting to have that type of team. Jamara Mathis, uh, senior, had a big game on senior night. Uh, told me after the game, you know, asked her is this how she pictured or dreamt about a senior night? And she said, you know, to be honest, maybe freshman and sophomore year, not really. She said last year. Yeah, I could tell that that my senior night could eventually be like this. You know, we felt like we had unfinished business, and she said, "Sure, I, I dreamed about stuff like this, and I really felt like it could happen." And it really did just set up that you guys had to keep winning, right? Because Troy had such a good record in the East, and it comes to the last, 
last game of the regular season on senior day at home. Uh, a special moment for her, for the whole team, but I know for her, uh, for Ty Doucette, for for Sky, for Kim Burton, the seniors on that team. I mean, that's that's about as good as it can get to to do something that that hadn't been done in the history of the program on your last game at home as occasion. I know for uh, for the seniors, that's you, you couldn't have written a better script for them, Gary. Oh, there's no doubt, you know, and I thought they, uh, you know, they, they were a big part of why we had such uh, really two good years, you know, last year. I know we didn't finish the tournament, but boy, we were rolling, and it was a lot because of, you know, their energy and their leadership, and, you know, they, they had made up their mind. You could see it every day in practice, you know. It, was, it just didn't happen. It it evolved from, from last year. And, you know, to, to see those seniors work hard and, and to lead this team uh, is big, you know. It's a, it's rewarding as a coach. And, you know, um, and I know my assistant coach are really excited for uh, for the senior group. Uh, they, they've meant a lot. They've played a lot of minutes. I mean, I think we're the only uh, team in the country that has five kids that have scored over 500 points in their career uh, as starters right now so i think that's a pretty big thing so there's a statement all these all these all all our starters have scored over 500 points in their career you know some over a thousand some you know just over 500 i think that's a big thing that shows that you know uh you you, it's a solid experience team well i you know seeing you and and your staff deacon jones and valerie and amber uh the seniors, I'll say this, the whole team, they weren't going to let you guys get away with, with not celebrating. I mean, I saw the dance moves, Coach. Where, where did you break that one out? Because you, you know, Ty, Ty said they've been getting you to dance after like the last three or four wins in a row. Can you confirm that? Yeah, yeah you know, I've been kind of practicing uh, that New Orleans football dance uh, to get it, but I hadn't brought it out yet. Uh, oh, we got to see the gritty. Uh, we got to see the Gary version uh, of the gritty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's coming. It's coming. I, oh, I yes. told him it has to be big, you know. So uh, I have uh, Tamara Johnson from LCA has been really working with me. and uh, She says I have it. I don't feel like I'm, I'm perfected it yet, but we're excited about it, you know. Not a lot of people know about it. Now they do, thanks to you, Scott. Right. Well, you, this is this is what I do. I mean, you have people that, that, that you know, cover the team from a journalistic standpoint, and I'm asking you about the gritty. So you're welcome, Coach. But – Hey, uh, perhaps a win next Monday night. I know you guys have work to do, but uh, but that's obviously the focus. So how do you turn the page from, um, you know, a jubilant moment on Saturday and, and, and just focus on the task at hand right now, which is winning three games in three days and punching the ticket to the dance? You know, we started, you know, just scouting, you know, and, and, and looking at the teams, uh, you know, like South Isle and you know, see how the matchup is. I know you're big on the matchup. I am, too, for, for a game. You know, we haven't played them yet this year. And, you know, Arkansas State, we've played four times. Uh, you know, we uh, we feel that uh, that'll be an easy scout because of all the work we've done in the past on it. Uh, and, you, you know, you just never know, you know, uh, when you're going to play the East teams, uh, you you know. we But we're trying to prepare for uh, all the scouts we met yesterday and, we you know, everybody took a scout. And, we you know, we're working on it now, trying to get it done before. And we'll prepare uh, you know, starting today with practice and stuff. And, a lot, you know, when you get to this time of this uh, year, it's still kind of, it's still a lot about you, you know, what you're know what you doing, your strengths and all that. And, and in our, as a coach, we, we prepare against, uh, you know, what are their strengths. We, you know, we kind of simplify it for our kids and, you know, make it as simple as we can uh, for the players. And, 
kind of what we're doing now. You know, it's uh, starting today. It's uh, exciting time to have that opportunity to draw the by, to, to prepare a little bit more. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a fast, it'll be a fast weekend. Just got to be prepared for it. What's the schedule layout from now until uh, tip time on Saturday for you guys? Well, you know, we'll practice today. You know, we use our normal time is 1230. Uh, uh, we'll we'll go every day to 1230. We'll leave on Thursday, so we'll practice Thursday and then leave right after about 1 o'clock and, uh, and get there. And we have a practice time at 1 um, in Pensacola, and then we'll do some live scouting. You know, we'll go watch the 2 o'clock game, uh, you know, South Isle against Arkansas State and do some live scouting and, and you know, try to try to stay ahead of it, you know, uh, not, you know, kind of preparing. We try not to get too far ahead, you know, but it goes fast, you know. And I love this time of the year. You know, it's a lot of work, a lot of hours, but, man, I love I love the, uh, the excitement of March Madness and the opportunity that these young women have to, you know, to represent their school and, and you know, try to get a conference. The next thing is can we get a conference tournament uh, championship? You know, and that's what we're, we're really working hard toward. Gary Broadhead is our guest right now, head coach of Louisiana women's basketball program. Uh, nine seasons now, coach, as the head coach at UL. But for you, it's uh, you know it's a lot longer than nine years. And what I mean by that is, you know, somebody that's born and bred in this area, um, a native of this area, uh, somebody that you know was a, was a, a, a student athlete. For the program in, in various sports many years ago, and it just it, it's it's something that means a little bit more to you than somebody that might be an outsider. Not to say that it can't mean a lot to an outsider, but my point is this is this has been your life, and you've been an open book about it. And I know for you personally on Saturday, uh, and you shared as much. There's a lot of personal reflection. Um, I, I want to start off with just how it feels to have so many individuals happy for you, beginning with your players, hearing Ty, hearing Jamira after the game say, you know, we, we knew how much this meant to Gary, you know, and, um, and, and how much it meant to him just reflecting on uh, personal loss for you, you know, um, your, your, whether it be your father or your wife, and, and knowing that, while they may not be here in person, they were here with you in spirit on Saturday. To hear your players speak about how much, about how happy they were for you, what does that mean to you? Oh, that definitely means a lot. You know, it goes to show you that uh, they were, you know, they they understood the uh, importance of uh, of my family uh, being here in Latvia. You know, a lot of people know about my wife run. Uh, the Pity program, and you know, Kitty and a Pity, and been doing it since the '80s. And you know, it's not like we, you know, we just showed up in Lafayette and we're just coaching here. We, you know, we we set our, uh, I, I call it our tent because we moved around a little bit. But we set our tent in, in Lafayette, and, and uh, a lot of it, just our family, just loving basketball, and especially on the women's side, the girls' side. You know, when we started at Holy Rosary in 1986, and and building uh, a Pity program, and you know, have all that, and I, I know the kids hear me talk about it, and the players hear me talk about it, and, you know, uh, Brooklyn Arsenal is still on my staff. She played since she was eight or nine years old and, in our programs, and, you know, uh, and the kids that have come through, I think, are, are big, you know. Just, uh, I don't know, I've just been truly blessed to be around great people, you know, and I think they kind of helped me to, to grow, you know. Tony Robichaud is a perfect example, you know. 
you know, I didn't mention it. Uh, I did mention it on on the radio show last night with Jay. But the first person, as soon as the the, the, the buzzer rang, was I thought of Tony, and I thought about this, us being zero and nine at one time, uh, losing nine games straight. That was I think that was thir- uh, two thousand thirteen, and he grabbed me uh, at a meeting and said, uh, "What are you doing now?" And, uh, I said I was going to equipment room. So let me ride with you. And he told me the story of the year they won the went to the World Series and how they had lost nine or ten straight and just that kind of stuff, man. That people don't get to live, that don't get to feel the help, the love, the caring, and all that. It's not just about winning. It's about you know people helping you and all. You know, just that's you know not to have him here anymore. You know. And, um, I don't know. Just those things have. I've been so blessed to, to be able to to do those, to have those things, and so it wasn't just the wins, it's the struggles that helped in success. You know. So yeah, Tony was one of the first ones that, and he was always the one that grabbed me and and motivated me and and, and always trying to to keep me going, and he did. You know, and I miss him. I, I miss him greatly, and as the community does too, and his family. Gary Broadhead, our guest. Uh, I know for you, you're so big on history and those that were there. And, uh, you know, when you win and coach, there's there's more interest, there's more attention, there's more people saying, hey, let's chat. But for you, I know you were reflecting on, like you just said, with, with Robe or others, the times where, you know, the program wasn't winning and there wasn't, um, you know, it might have felt like not very much support in the individuals that came to you and said, you're going to turn this around. We believe in you. I know those are the ones that I'm sure you've been reflecting on quite a bit over the last couple of days. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, I, 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 you know, you know, not because I'm on 1420, but I always find that media, uh, media is a big, probably the biggest thing that you can use to grow your program. And uh, I know 1420 and ESPN has done, Tremendous things with Steve and yourself and Kevin Foote and you know just that to have that around us is a blessing you know and I don't know a lot of cities that have people that are invested in in not only sports but in 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 the in the community like y'all are so I, I think that's a huge thing that we very I know our program and and UL and our university is very blessed to have that and so you can win all you want if if you don't have that positive. Uh, push. I call it a, a, a big time push uh, for your program. It, the community doesn't really, especially the, the non-sports community. We want to grow it all. You know, we want to involve it all because you know we do a lot of uh, community service and all that. So it all it all adds up. But you know, it takes that. You know, and to me, uh, you know, all the all the people that that have done. You know, Stevie P knows more about the women's basketball program in Europe than I've ever met anybody. You know, so uh, to, to lean on him and about to have those things uh, are, are huge. Yeah, and and you're you're very you're right about Steve. And you know, on a personal note, Gary, I, I haven't had you on enough in the past, but I'm glad I've been having you on weekly this year, and it's been great to uh, to help you tell your story and give you that platform. And you know, having two young daughters as well, uh, I don't know if they'll care about hoops, but if they do, I would hope that as uh, as they get old enough to play, that they come across someone in their life like Andrea or like you or someone that cares that much about the sport and uh, just wants to show them, man, this, this, it's, it's not just about dribbling a ball and putting it in a hoop. There's, there's a lot of lessons to be learned here. 
No, sir. I mean, you hit it right on the head, uh, Scott. It's, it's, it is about, you know, life lessons and learning to, you know, to, to build relationships through bouncing a ball, man. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a great life for a young girl to grab a ball. And, uh, you know, that was the biggest thing for me is watching self-confidence. You know, I've met a lot of kids come in and you know, they wouldn't really look at you in the eyes. And by the time they learn how to dribble, man, they, they were hugging you and, you know, it's just something that uh, that this sport does, you know, and I think it helps us uh, to get by, you know, daily through the struggles that we we, we have, you know. I really enjoyed uh, being on your show this year. I, I really appreciate you. Yeah, we hadn't in the past, but this year we did, and, and I think we, you know, you helped grow our program. So it's, it's big, you know. Again, ESPN is big for us. Gary, uh, getting back to what you have, the task at hand, um you said seeing that confidence grow in a player, maybe when they get there from the time they leave. From the outside, it appears that the confidence is really high for your program right now. I mean, uh, talking to Ty on sa- on uh, on Saturday, you know, you had told me, I guess, the day before, when she's playing well, she doesn't really feel the the physical ailments, right? I said, how do you feel physically? She says, I feel as good as I have all year. Now, that's coming off of a win uh, where are you guys at from a physical standpoint? I think you mentioned it. Y'all are as healthy as you've been, but in particular, Ty Doucette, um, because I, in so many ways, she's a big key for you guys if you're going to accomplish what you guys want to accomplish. Oh, no doubt. You know, she's she struggled with growing uh, injury for three years. You know, it, it, it comes and it comes and it goes, and um, you know, they do a lot, a lot of treatment and all that, and. You know, it was kind of a blessing that she hurt her ankle because it didn't rested her legs for two weeks. And so coming back from that, to me, watching her run, uh, I remember Jamar threw her a pass way out in front, and she just beat everybody down the floor and ties that athletic. And, you know, she doesn't always show that. And so to show that, uh, you know, I could feel as a coach that she's as healthy as she's been. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of what's going on, you know, the – the Friday-Saturday games, we talk physical, but I think it's mental, too. I think it works both ways. You know, I think mentally you got to find find a way to fight through it. And, you know, these young women are in great shape. We've got great uh, strength and conditioning coaches and on and on uh, to get to prepare them. And they're young, between 19 and 22. And so they're, they're ready to go, you know. I think it's just sometimes you just got to find the physical and mental aspect of it and try to, you know, and then winning doesn't hurt neither. Like you said, you know, Ty plays really well. She's ready to roll. But I think health-wise, I think we're as healthy as, as we've been. And I think for Ty, that little bit of rest really helped her. And, you know, everybody else has uh, been in practice and, and ready to roll. So, you know, it's going to be uh, can we match up and how do we match up with the other teams. And, you know, I heard Bob this morning say it's about, you know, putting the ball in the basket too. You know, you got to put the ball in the basket. Coach, we've been chatting here for about 20 minutes, haven't even brought up the win streak, and uh, that wasn't intentional, but I think it, it kind of speaks to what you said, what Deacon said, what your players have said that I've asked about. They all said, you know, we don't really talk much about it. Was it 13 now, which is school record, and I know we talked about it when you guys reached 10 because that set the record, but outside of when you said it, has it kind of just been on the back burner in terms of um, – whether it be in practice on the bus rides heading to this tournament, the win streak doesn't seem to be maybe getting as much attention as, as some would have thought otherwise, but it also kind of feels like that's, that's a good thing. Cause I think it speaks to something that's bigger at play here. 
Oh, there's no doubt. You know, we, we talked about uh, every day at practice, we talk about being champions and what it's going to take to be a champion and not about how a win streak. You know, we I, 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 in my 30 years, I, mean, I don't remember having win streaks, you know. Uh, maybe at Turin's, we were 21 in there at one time or whatever. But, I, I, you know, it's like I don't remember feeling the pressure from win streaks because, you know, sometimes a loss is kind of, get you going, you know, feeling forward and all that. But, you know, we haven't talked about this win streak, you know, at all. Uh, you know, I know when we got to 10, there was a little bit of talk, thanks to y'all, uh, that we were getting, you know, some some pub on it. But not uh, not lately, you know. We're we, we talking about, hey, we three games from a, a, a conference championship or a tournament championship or, we, you know, this weekend we were two games from – uh, the you know the regular season championship. We're talking about winning championships, not not about uh, the win streak. But the win streak is nice. You know, I, I listened. I watched uh, UConn play last night. They on a eleven game win streak, and I'm like, okay, well, we got two on them. That's pretty big, you know. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's cool for us to you know kind of talk about. But we really don't as a team. Uh, our players don't. You know, they. You know, and, and I know. Uh, I know after the game, you know, they. On video, and you know they show in the thirteen and doing all that, but that's just them. That's just celebrating. But uh, I don't feel that, I don't feel that they feel any pressure uh, with the win streak. Well, I know you guys want to make it uh, sixteen overall and punch that ticket to do so. Got to get some wins in Pensacola. Um, Gary Broadhead has been our guest coach. I appreciate you taking the time today and throughout the season. And um, I, I think you guys. Uh, are going to win that's me but but win or lose I'd love to chat with you again next week and uh, hopefully we're talking about getting ready for the NCAA tournament because I know that's been the ultimate goal this year great Scott I appreciate you man uh yeah you know it's just uh hopefully we can get out there and play really well and, and, and come back and bring our Kazakh fans a, a tournament championship appreciate the time Gary as always uh, your program's great for this community and uh and there's something to be proud of uh, this year and any year, but uh, but with what you guys have going right now, I want it to keep. I want it to continue, Coach. So uh, all the best, man, and uh, look forward to hearing the calls and the action. And uh, hopefully, a week from uh, well, six days from today, we're we're airing that championship game on ESPN fourteen twenty at one o'clock. Sounds great. Go Cajuns! All right, thank you, Gary. Rage Cajun women's basketball coach Gary Broadhead. Thirteen wins in a row, and and I'm telling you, you know. And, Talking to Jamara, talking to Ty, talking to Deacon, talking to Gary, talking to Maymay, talking to the players on the team, the staff. You know, they they don't really talk. They all said the same thing, not collectively, individually in different conversations. They don't really talk about the win streak. You know, talk about trying to win the championship. Good to win the regular season. What's something we haven't done in the history of this program? And, and now we're looking to win the conference tournament championship. Don't go anywhere. It's Tuesday, so my old buddy Jay Walker will be joining me as he does Tuesdays from 8 to 9 in studio. Talk about the uh, the latest Cajun athletics, a couple other stories, a couple other headlines, his thoughts on potentially Russell Wilson of the Saints, a little terrible tune Tuesday action. It's all coming your way. This is the Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN 1420.com. Oh, my baby's gone.
want to be left alone. 